This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. that background don't you yeah yeah that's that's spectacular <laughs> uh, i do believe that this was a tracy tupman party that i went with you but i had no costume because i didn't know it was a costume party in october near yeah okay sure <sighs> i may have to turn it off for a second to show off my my uh uh there we go so we're doing uh motivational things now there we go <laughs> um brewmate brewmate the past three shows I've done with you, I've been doing Sierra Nevada, so I figured they had one more kind there. I was going to grab it. This is the wild little thing, slightly sour ale. I bet that's tasty. I'm uh, I am looking forward to this. Well, today I am drinking. Oh. Blonde from Millersburg. Millersburg Brewing Company of Ohio. So it was probably made front. by ex Amish people. And that's the back. And that's fabulous. <laughs> I that is fabulous. And it's a it's a tasty little I mean, you know, it's got some flavor, but it's not too heavy, it's not too sweet, it's just pretty dang tasty. Oh, um however okay okay however i just ate two tums and all the carbonation beer and <laughs> like a coke and a mento so uh so how so, is that so here's what i will say have you ever had like linen kugels yeah uh their summer shandy shandies yeah 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 um very similar to that 
but with a hoppier presence. Hmm. It's extremely good. Those would be dangerous. I'm glad I only bought a six pack. <laughs> um, because they're so good that you, you're. It, it's kind of like drinking certain mixed drinks where you kind of forget that there's alcohol in it. Yes. Can you hear? By the way, can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. Your audio is excellent today. Uh, yeah, the past two shows that I've done, I could not figure out why the audio was so crappy. And then I finally went into the settings for Zoom and they had been changed to use the microphone on the camera. So I was sitting here adjusting stuff the entire time <laughs> thinking that I was fixing stuff and no, 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 no. So I, I was made sure I got a camera with no microphone because I didn't want to. No cross mojination. I'm good. Cross mojination. <laughs> God. Uh, um. So, uh, what folder is that? So, so the fans know because they can't see us. I've uh, I've officially been using Burke's face as my oh, backdrops. <laughs> People are gonna start to talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> you can almost see all the way up my nose in that picture, and look at the sunburn on that fat bastard. <laughs> that was. Um, Oh, Julie and Jeff's party in West Akron, I believe. Yes. Yep. Um, I do believe that was mm, you. Uh, Kathy was there. Kathy, Tracy, the Jonathan. other the uh, the other Kathy was there. Kathy Pepperella. Yes. Uh, J. A. Valencheck. Okay. <clears throat> um. I don't remember Tracy Tupman. No, not Tracy. Tracy, uh, the girl Tracy. Yeah, I can't remember her last name. Davis? No. Uh, but anyway. I digress. Your, your car going off there? <laughs> it's, it's been a day. It's been a day. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, we've had, uh, we've had Burke. Smoking a cigarette behind me. Now now the schnoz is like <laughs> right over my shoulder. The, the Davis schnoz. The schnoz, man. The schnoz. Have you ever had your DNA done? No. Man, we need to do that. Okay. We need to see if you and I are related. <laughs> I don't know. I got a lot of... I, from talking with my grandparents on my father's side uh, I've got a lot of like Pennsylvania Dutch I've got a lot of British on my other side supposedly I got a little bit of Indian somewhere back way way in the back but I'm not enough to you know obviously not get you know obviously I get sunburned like a, a Norwegian but you know <laughs> um okay uh that's all very interesting. Pennsylvania Dutch. 
Pennsylvania yeah. Dutch. Where at in Pennsylvania? Oh, well, I'd have to. I would I'd have to go back and look. I was just looking at the at the other day. Um, Stratomans and Luttrells and was the family on my grandmother on my father's side there, and uh, a lot of them. Uh, I think some from Hershey, Pennsylvania, as a matter of fact. Um, I'd have to go back a little further to figure that out, though. But uh, a lot of you know, some people basically came from Pennsylvania, went right to West Virginia, and got a lot of a lot of people in West Virginia that I'm related to. Well, everyone in West Virginia is related to each other. But I digress. <laughs> um, I. I I don't even remember my ancestry uh, login, which is probably why I I'm not able to log in. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I have a book uh, that's got a lot of my ancestry in this book, and that's from uh, Hardy County, West Virginia. Okay. Like I said, that's going to be a lot of the Stratomans and Luttrells, and they go back quite a bit. And that was uh, online. I just started looking up people, and somehow I got onto some site, and I was able to go back and back and back and back. It was kind of cool. I was looking for Arnold Stratoman, who lived next door to my great-grandmother, because he had an old Model T that, I don't know, I was like seven years old, and he pulls up this Model T, and all of a sudden it's like, let's go for a ride. I'm like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> 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 cool car man uh, okay so so I don't know if you can see that or not yeah I, I see it says that I'm 24% Germanic Europe when I first started this thing which was like 8 years ago uh, yeah it's changed I was like 75% English 10 years ago and now I'm like 22% Welsh, 11 Irish, 11 Scottish, 9 English. Uh but if you were to add all those up, I guess I'm more English than anything else. Um but yeah, yeah, uh it, it would be interesting to see uh especially since my father's family was Pennsylvania, hmm. um, as well as Ohio, it would be interesting. The Davis side is from Pennsylvania. The Abbots are from Medina. So there is a very good chance that you and I are related. Yeah, my Davis side, I think, is also from Ohio because that was my grandfather. Um, man, I'd have to look him up, look up that end of the family there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Um, I, I tend to do this every so often, go to the DNA matches to make sure that none of the people that I ever dated were related to me. Um, <laughs> just be on the safe side. Just to be on the safe side. Yes, indeed. Um, 
And then, of course, I, I have to look and go, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Done with that. Damn. <laughs> <sighs> uh, anyways. I did not want that. You didn't? Uh, I'm trying oh. to type in something here. I have to. Uh, I have to allow you to share with me just in case you do have something to show me but there we go i'm not finding a whole lot baker arlene luttrell i'm not finding a whole lot on him what the heck what are you looking for I just typed in my grandfather's name. I mean, how many oh. Manly Francis Davises are there out in the world? Um, I, I <laughs> probably not a lot. Francis, Manly, and Francis together. It, I guess, it kind of evened out. Manly, I know, right? <laughs> I keep them humble. Now, yeah, well, we'll look that up later. <laughs> Oh God, that's not <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, 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 we 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 officially had nothing planned to talk about today up until about four hours ago. This is true. Uh, I have no clue who wants to start this crap. I picked out like, well, okay. And then to back that up just a touch, I, I was like, said, hey, Scott, let's do like harrowing experiences. Like, what's harrowing? I don't know. You know, like scary stuff or intense stuff or whatever. And now, granted, if you go back to when you were super young, obviously scary stuff's going to be a lot scarier when you're younger. So I got a couple of young things, but then stuff later in life that should have scared me more and didn't, but was kind of intense so like um lived in atlanta georgia there was this huge ravine and these kids had done this rope swing on this big 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 tree uh, it's atlanta georgia there's big trees everywhere down there but like it swung way i mean you, we had to be 60 to 80 feet up in the air when we were at our apex because the, the ravine just drops straight down and off and so I get on the, and it's just, I don't know. Was it a round piece of wood on a rope? You know, so you kind of get on that. But then like five or six other kids piled on with me and was holding on. I'm thinking, this thing's going to snap. These kids are going to fall. I'm going to fall. And I was, I was terrified of that, man. I did that once. I was done. <laughs> and the other thing in Atlanta, and this was... Oh God! This was now. 19... now wait, what, when were when was this? Um, this is before my parents split, so it was before. So you were a kid. Oh yeah, I was little. Yeah, I mean, I was second or third grade, basically. Fifth, sixth, yeah, fourth, fifth, yeah, second or third grade, and um, oh, we went sailing. To back that up a second. You know, I'm in second grade and somehow I get a hold of this book and it's like showing you all the fish that live in like lakes and stuff like that. Well, I find out that um, 
uh, oh god, what's the what are those fish that make caviar called? Um, sturgeons. Yes, sturgeons are like six to eight feet long and three to four hundred pounds, and they live in huge lakes. And I'm like, I'm terrified. This thing looks like a fucking shark. <laughs> Didn't read into any detail i'm just looking you know they're showing pictures you know here's a here's a bass here's a fucking sturgeon <laughs> and they live in lakes and uh like a couple months later uh my mom and i were out on some dude's little small sailboat on a some i don't know could have been a river i don't know it was some lake in georgia and uh this thing's healing over and the water's coming up real close to the to the edge of the boat and everything. I'm terrified that we're going to fall in and this sturgeon is going to fuck us up. <laughs> so as a kid, yeah, you know, that was pretty terrifying. Then later in life, I was like, oh, they, they, they feed on silt? Ah, come on. Yes, they feed on basically feeders. dirt. Well, if they grab you, they will drag you down. They will kill you. It's like catfish. There's some big honking catfish out there in some rivers that if they get a hold of you, they're big enough to drag you down, keep you under, and you're done. Never watch River Monsters. No. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. How old was I? I was like 20, 21. Uh, and went down to Houston to party it up and have a good time and nice. all that stuff. Was this and, Navy uh, days? Not this was before the Navy. Okay, but this was when I went to Galveston Island and got my diving certificate. So I went to Galveston Island, got my diving certificate. And while I, uh, when I went out on, on one of my first dives, the guy, the, or the, the guy that, that was taking us was very emphatic about the area that he was going to take us to. And it, it took us probably, probably six hours by boat to get to where this was. And he said, but they have what, what they call giant grouper. Oh and yeah. I was like. I was like, "Oh, well, okay. This this sounds cool. Well, I don't know what it is. Let's let's go and see what a giant grouper is." Okay, and the girl that I was dating at the time was also from Ohio. She was going into the Navy as well. For the life of me, I can't remember her name. Blonde hair, and she was only about like four foot five. She was really short. Uh, um, so we, we proceed to, to go dive. And on the first dive, we didn't see anything on the second dive. We saw something that he called a tiger shark, which I, I don't know if it was a tiger shark or not, but it had the weirdest freaking teeth in the world. Cause they kind of stuck out forward and up oh. and, and different. Angles. It was weird. So on the third dive, we finally get to see this fish. I'm going to tell you right now, that fish was probably six feet long, 
four feet tall and three foot wide proceeded to take interest in my girlfriend as food. <laughs> They're big. Mother- and when you're in the water <laughs> and you cannot, you can't run, you can't get away fast. You're out of your element. So and it's in its in its element. It's scary as it's scary as I'll get out, man. So the guy that that was our guide, um, there was about eight people in this group. Uh, this thing swam up behind my girlfriend and literally grabbed onto her legs, like oh, in in one swallow. In one swallow, that thing could have eaten her. That's how big this thing was. Uh, it was the, it was, well, needless to say, I think we broke up right after that. Um, <laughs> you took me out there, you son of a bitch. You <laughs> took me up, up into the you ocean the to fish be eat me. eaten by a fish. I had no clue what the damn fish was. I'd never seen one. I've eaten grouper before, but I didn't know that they were like freaking massive yep. enough. And the guy, pound fish. The the guy said they've been known to eat four foot tall people. <laughs> I was like, that's insane. Uh, um, needless to say, he. He had a can of something that he shot in its mouth, and it was uh, apparently nasty tasting or something like that because he sp- spit her out real quick. <laughs> um, but but the diver guy told us, you, you're actually kind of lucky because he didn't go deep. Yeah. That fish could have gone a 1,000 feet deep, and you would have just basically imploded from the pressure. Anyways, that was my harrowing fish story. <laughs> Wasn't a sturgeon. No, nah, no. Nah. But it's good stuff there, man. Yeah, those. Yeah, you don't mess around with groupers, man. Another mess you up. Another Houston trip that I did before the Navy. I went down to Houston during. They were filming RoboCop. Oh wow. At the Astrodome. Uh, and we got there just as they, or I got there just as they were finishing up filming RoboCop. And then they were about to have the world's largest party in the parking lot. <laughs> For the Guinness Book of World Records, and uh, there was there was a, a radio station. Oh my God, this was hilarious! There's a radio station that was giving out keychains that had Trojan condoms inside, and on on one side it said for emergency use only, and on the other side it said wrap that rascal. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I went I went down to to visit my friend Matt Grunwald, who worked with me at Taco Bell in Medina. And Matt and I, well, Matt, Matt, Matt picked me up from the airport in, in a private plane. 
damn. He had his private pilot's license. He all that. You know, 21 years old private pilot's license. Anyways, I'd never flown anything in my life. That was like the 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 second time that I'd flown on a, a plane. The first time was to Australia. The second time was down to Houston. Ooh, how exciting. Um, so, so he picks me up in this private plane. We go up. It, it's, it's a Cessna. Um, Only 152 or something? Skyhawk, one, whatever. Uh, pretty common plane. I was having fun. I had the little window open because I was taking a picture through it. It sucked my camera out. That really <laughs> sucked. Uh, but I, this was officially, I think, when I started to, to get a fear of heights. Because all of a sudden, he pushed the nose down of the plane to where okay. we were going almost straight down. I, I, I'd never been so scared in my life. <laughs> now, just before that, he told me that it was all right to take my seatbelt off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he knew what he was going to do. Smashed my plastered on the ceiling. <laughs> smashed my face into the ceiling of the, the plane. Uh yeah. Harrowing experience. Well, I have a, a plane one. Actually I got two plane ones. The, the one was not that big of a deal. My mom and I were on a commercial jet coming back from Florida. And I think this might have been the pilot's second landing in a 737 not quite you know like the co-pilot needed a little you know oh you need to land this thing a couple times to get used to it kind of thing because we came in he starts flaring the, the back end down but then the back end flares way right then way left then way <laughs> right and as it's coming back the center hits the ground and I swear to God, it was like a split second later, the front end, like he must have pushed the front end down. The front end hits the ground. A split second after that, he's full binders, full brakes. The nose is diving down. This thing's slowing down. And I'm thinking, man, we need to slow down quite a bit. All of a sudden, he makes a severe left turn because that's where the exit you needed to go off the, the runway was. I'm like, God, I thought one of the wings was going to dip into the grass. <laughs> of course, my mother definitely afraid of flying she's just been like holding on to the the armrest eyes closed chanting something so I'm she sure. was with you oh yeah yeah she took me down to florida to, to uh disney for the first time this is way before i got married and uh oh yeah she had no idea what was going on i'm watching this whole thing go down going uh this 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 could be bad <laughs> now the other flying one and this was with the brother-in-law he flies for a place out of uh, Akron, Canton, and they just do freight stuff. And they've got small planes, medium planes, and they've got a couple of bigger planes. And uh, we were in a, oh, God, what was it? Single engine, but like a six-seater. 
I want to say it was a Cheyenne, maybe something like that. Um, but just a regular, not a turboprop or anything, just a, a regular engine plane. We're going from Canton across Lake Erie to London to drop stuff off and come back. And on the way up, there was a front behind us blowing hard on us and we made like record time getting up there which is great coming back though now we're flying into the wind and all this you know, there's turbulence and stuff which turbulence doesn't bother me a bit it's like being on a roller coaster but i mean like we had to have the shoulder straps on or you were getting a concussion and yes you know, middle of the night pitch black we're cruising along and you know this thing's just you know back and forth like this and you're just you know pretty soon it's like being rocked to sleep we both were out like a light both sleeping away i wake up to hear the engine sputtering <laughs> oh yes <laughs> i'm like yeah but i at least like when i woke up enough i was like oh wait a minute tank switch tanks okay and i'm like ah, i don't know so i'm like mike 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 <laughs> switch the tanks <laughs> Click, click, click. <laughs> I'm assuming at some point emergency sirens would have come on in the plane going, you're out of fuel, dickhead. <laughs> but, oh. Middle of the night, <laughs> you wake up and the plane's sputtering. You're like, oh, shit, hold on. Um, oh, okay, okay. So you just remind me of something. This is not good. <laughs> uh i was talking about the the i went to australia before i, I did this yeah other I, flight. I never knew that this was how could you no you should have known about that because i did it in 1988 you and i met in 87 i went to visit my father because he was working at uh south pacific tire hmm. cool uh so so we flew over i was dating a girl named donna parker at the time i don't know if you remember i don't know if you I don't think were, i don't think i ever met her yeah i think you had left the university of akron by the time her and i started dating anyways i left to go to australia uh Spent three weeks over in Melbourne, enjoying life, having a blast. Decided that it was time to go home. Uh, instead of going home with my mother and my sister who flew over with me, I was going home uh, three weeks before them. Okay. Get on the plane. Fly from Melbourne to... Uh, Hawaii, um, Honolulu Airport. Okay. Check in at the Honolulu Airport. Layover for a day, get in a plane, fly from Honolulu to Cleveland. It's a lot of flying. It's a whole lot of flying. It was like 24 hours of flying. Uh, we are flying... I don't know if if you're if you're flying in from the west you literally 
almost fly over the airport and do a loop out over Lake Erie and come back to to land in in that direction. And we went, we did the loop, we turned, we're flying in, I'm looking out the window, we fly right over my grandparents' house, I could see my grandparents' house, because <laughs> they lived right by the airport, so oh, the geez. planes were only probably about 400 feet above their house. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, here, here it comes. All of a sudden, the plane just just powers up we're almost about to land the plane powers up plane takes back off goes into a holding pattern the pilot comes on to to the radio or on to the radio and he was like ladies and gentlemen uh you're going to see the co-pilot come out into the cabin and open up an inspection hatch to see if our landing gear is down <laughs> <laughs> I'm by myself. First time flying. <laughs> I mean, I flew to Australia, but nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm flying home. We're in a holding pattern. They're taking the plane apart and looking to see if our landing gear's down. Next, he couldn't see anything. So their idea was to fly by the tower. <laughs> for visual inspection. For visual inspection. So we did that. Flew very close to the tower. <laughs> close enough to where you could see the, the 15 people the standing <laughs> outside with binoculars trying to look at your plane. So we go back into our holding pattern. By this point in time, we have been in a holding pattern for two and a half hours. I have to pee because I drank beer the whole time. <laughs> Everyone else has to pee. So pilot comes back on the radio and he's, he, he's like, oh, all right, here, here's the deal. We only have enough fuel for about a half an hour. That makes everyone feel very, very good. He said, we have no indication that our landing gear is down and locked. They've done a visual. The landing gear is down. We don't know if it's locked. We have no choice. We have to land. <laughs> It was the worst five minutes of my life because right after he said that he went in for the landing and about 10 seconds before we hit the ground, all you heard was the, the, uh, flight attendant screaming brace, brace, brace. Oh, <laughs> and I'm God. like, so you're going, holy fuck. <laughs> I left Australia for this. <sighs> Needless to say, the plane landed fine. Everything was locked. Nothing happened. I Okay, I take that back. Something happened because I know that the girl that was sitting next to me peed her pants. 
<laughs> I I won't I I won't admit or deny the fact that I leaked a little. Yeah. <laughs> but I blame it on all the beer I drank. So that was my other flying experience. Uh-oh. So so last night we started this podcast. And due to technical difficulties, we're no, 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 redoing no, no, it? We, no, no. We we do not say technical difficulties because that makes it sound like it's our fault. Oh, due to... We, we say Spectrum Internet sucked. Yes, due to a certain internet provider not providing the quality that they said they would provide with said funds that you provide, we I, got F'd in the B. I, um... I called them like 30 seconds after I sent you the text saying that my shit's not working. You were at dial-up speeds there for a second. Uh, it was great. Oh, I was at dial-up speeds all the way until 1030 in the evening, my time. Cause I started noticing like you were looking like Max Headroom, like your head was, you know, it was, it was like, hey, this is not, this is not right. I don't think this is good. I, uh, I proceeded to, to call our our lovely spectrum internet which is supposed to be 240 down and something like 15 up and uh the the gentleman proceeded to to explain now it was so that so that the listeners understand this this was the seventh time this month that I've called Spectrum, and today was the fourth time that a technician came to my house. Now, I, I, I we were doing stories about harrowing stories and, and <laughs> crap like that. This this is a harrowing story. <laughs> this fits right in. So, so I call the guy last night. First off, he can barely speak English. Hooray. And I'm trying to explain to him that technicians have been out here four times this month. Uh, the last time the technician was here, which was Saturday, he said, there's a 48 packet loss every time you try to upload something. And I said, a 48 packet. He said, 48 packets. I said, that means that I'm getting like 0 0.001 megabytes per second. And it's not able to keep up. He's like, yeah, that's correct. I said, well, <laughs> well, okay, we've tested everything here. I bought a new modem. I bought a $200 Doxis 3.1 modem. Right. I bought a $300 router, a Nighthawk. Right. 
Even uh, though they will provide this shit for free to you. <laughs> well, they won't provide it for free. You have to rent it. Oh, okay. Which is why I quit using their equipment and started using mine. Okay. Uh, plus, the equipment that they were sending me was 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 an Eris uh, piece of crap modem that would really only allow like three items to to get onto the wireless. The Nighthawk that I have can do up to a hundred devices. Jesus on three different channels so you know i kind of i kind of went up in in class <laughs> so the first thing the guy last night says to me is oh your devices aren't working properly it's your devices i just bought these in september it's not the devices Oh, it's got to be the devices. Uh, it, it's because you're not using our devices. Scott's getting a little upset now. Like, excuse me, kid. Have the, you built it, your own computers before? The <laughs> exact same thing that happened before happens again. We need to send a technician out. We need to send, look at this. Oh, Jesus. But download speeds are fine. Freaking rocking on the download speeds. Look at those upload speeds. Ugh. And this is all, look, look, this is 1214. Okay, so I'm explaining to him what the past technician said, which was that there is a problem upstream of our spider box. Now, for people that don't know what a spider box is, a spider box is a box outside of an apartment where one line comes from the trunk line out at the street to the spider box and it gets separated between all of the apartments that that box is near. Hence the fact that it's called a spider box. The little legs going out from the body. Correct. There you go. So on Saturday, the technician that came, he, he said the problem is beyond the spider or, or upstream of the spider box he didn't know if it was the cable going from the spider box to the to the trunk line out front he didn't know if it was a switch at at the end of the street and their box down there you know all this stuff it could have been a bunch of stuff so he puts a work order in for a line technician to come out and check everything the guy last night tells me, oh, they canceled that appointment. God. I was like, why would they cancel that appointment? Burke, I need you to look at these dates and see what, what is that, 1214? Yeah. Let's, uh, 12, right, 12, right here's the Saturday, 1211. Right, yeah. Well, you're getting. 11 there for a second that was nice oh yeah look this was after the day after the technician left huh. but if you look that afternoon all, tanking again tanked all the way 12 11 was just bad nasty 1205 
bad nasty. Uh, 11.17, fluctuating bad nasty, not yeah. enough to run a Zoom. Yeah, I'm running like 9.43 right now. I, I, I have a run 10. October 29th, 7.3. Okay. Uh, October 26th. 0. 0.19. 0. 0.19. 0. 0.35. 0. 0.27. 0. 0.05. 0. 0.05. 0. 0.05 with a 220 download speed. Now, now the weird thing is, the, 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 you have the 0. 0.27, you got an 82 for your up. That's super low. Uh, that was 10.26. 1020 0. 0.16 0. 0.02 look at the look at that download 0. 0.14 and download oh my god um so i i did not start keeping track of this until september but here in september you see september 23rd yeah. 0. 0.30 0. 0.17 0. 0.23 do you just have your computer run this at certain intervals or Whenever I have problems, I, I go and run it, but it records yeah. every time. September 22nd, download speeds of 233 megabytes per second, but an upload speed of 0 0.6, 0 0.3. I mean, this is how long this has been going on. Spectrum Internet just keeps telling me that it's my equipment. See, this is this right here, the 922. Was with their that, equipment. That's when I went and bought new equipment. $700 worth of stuff, $700 <laughs> worth of wires, cables, the whole shebang. And that was 922. Let's see here. 923. We have the exact same problem right after I bought $700 worth of stuff. harrowing <laughs> so the guy the guy comes in today and, and i feel sorry for these technicians because i'm this is now three months that i have been fighting with spectrum about this um technician comes in first thing he says is oh it's your devices Let me show you proof that it ain't. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows exactly what reaction has just happened to poor little Dejan. <laughs> of which that spreadsheet that I just showed you popped right out. And I said, here you go. It's not that prop. It is not a problem with our devices. So then I explained everything that happened. And what the last technician said was the problem. He decides that it's the splitter inside my house. He said, the signal's too hot. I have to replace your splitter. I looked at him and went, you're fucking crazy. First off, <laughs> I will let you do this. 
<laughs> I explained to him what my attorney said I need to do, which <laughs> is all the documentation. <coughs> Literally, my attorney said, just let them do what they're going to do. Take note of what they did. Call them every time there's a problem. After six months, we'll sue them. I said, why after six months? He said, it's going to take that long for you to build up enough equity. <laughs> what they would owe you in, in uh, legal fees. In payment terms to where it's viable for me to ah. do it for you. I went, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But this, this was, this was, this was where it, it, it came in where he, he, he was like, what, what do you charge an hour for, for your services? I said, I, I charge between 75 to $200 an hour. And he went, okay, that's good. What, what do you pay? What do you pay your employees? I'm going to stop right there because I'm not going to say this live on air, but I gave a number. I gave the number and he went, Oh, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, harrowing, harrowing. You want to know what's even more harrowing about this is that the Friday, no, the Saturday morning that I called, and the guy that answered was a total dick. I, he answered, you know, hi, I'm so-and-so from Spectrum. I'm not going to say his name live on air. I'll just, I'll just explain this. Anyways, he, I was explaining to him what the problem was. And then I said, you know, this is, this is getting kind of ridiculous. You're, you're shutting my business down. I mean, my business is to do podcasts. This is what I do for a living. I, I, I also do, I'm in the entertainment industry. I work off of this computer all day long. And he was like, well, Mr. Davis, we're going to have to send a technician out to look at your residential internet connection (laughs) and i was like well that was that kind of a snide remark (laughs) i I didn't say that out loud i I was just like okay i i'm like i'm like okay so what 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 time would you would you be sending this guy out it's happening right now he was like i i could get somebody out there at at 10 o'clock in the morning that was like two hours later I said, that's, that's fine. That's great. Let's, let's get them here. All right. So I have that technician scheduled to come out to your house to check your residential internet service. I said, listen, asshole, you don't need to be a dick with me. I understand I have residential stuff here, but COVID has made everybody work from home. So why don't you put your little dick back in your pants and get this shit done? He didn't hang up on me. I thought he would. <laughs> you know where I was today? Oh, dude. I was, at, I was at my local Ace Hardware store. And you know what they had sitting behind the counter there for sale? Spectrum Internet? No. <laughs> Roommate cups. I'm like, dude, you got him here. That's awesome. Uh, 
I uh, I told you that we're we're going to start a, a cross promotion with another another podcaster on on Red Circle. Uh, it's going to be a fabulous opportunity for us. But at the same token, it'll be a fabulous opportunity for for him, the guy that we're cross promoting with. So next week, okay. there will be there will be commercials in the well, middle of our podcast. That just sounds so weird. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I was like, man, that's well, kind of cool. Can, can you give some details about this guy and his, his podcast? Um, I, I actually can bring up, uh, let me bring up my red circle. Oh man! Oh oh! Don't do this. Spectrum Internet. <laughs> <laughs> this is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays. Our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot, the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. Uh, share screen. Chink. Uh, okay, so we are cross promoting with a um, a podcast called Facts Schmacks. Uh, I did something stupid, and your screen is so fucking tiny. What the hell did I just do? Uh, I don't know. It's okay if right. you you see no. the two little boxes. There we go. Many of you. Jesus you Christ. Go. Okay, here we go. Yeah, don't My do cross that. Promotions. Don't do that ever again. Okay, fine. Your podcast. Facts. Facts. Max. That's the name Facts of this. Facts. Max. Oh, I might like this. Um, I told him two nights ago that we were going to, no, last, uh, on Monday, that we were going to do a promo for him. Um, and then his promo will be added to ours. Cool. So. We need something professional. Yeah, we're, 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 we're going to take care of that tonight. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that's kind of a great thing, isn't it? Isn't it? I, I'm kind of digging it. We, we've had a sponsor and now we have cross promotions. It's, I, I I don't know what else to say, man. I know, man. It's I, scary. I, I do know what else to say. I need to say um, that I was going to finish up the show today drinking some lovely Samuel Adams winter lager, mm. but decided that the whole headache was Spectrum Internet, Spectrum Internet, 
Spectrum Cable. Spectrum used to be Time Warner Cable. Did you know that? I, that, I had an neo.rr.com, which is Northeast Ohio Roadrunner. Oh yeah, I, I had it a lot. I had it when it was Roadrunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to have. I used to have a. Uh, 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 what was what was mine? Uh, crappy internet at tt.rr.com, <laughs> which was like Texas something. I don't know. Anyways. No, it was, uh, yeah, Time Warner, Texas. Hmm. So we will officially never be sponsored by Spectrum Internet. I'm all crushed. <laughs> Notice your background is back. Oh, goody. I gotta get me a green screen so I can show something here. You don't need a green screen. I need a real computer with a real processor, apparently. Apparently, oh, that's an i3, right yeah, like an i3 quad core. I think just just not just yeah. below the standards of it, it, which kills me because I can run damn near any game in any you know. I've got good graphics. I've got tons of memory. I've got solid state drive. You know, I've got everything except for. The processor. Uh, fine. I, I upgraded mine. Okay. You know what? This is gonna be this is gonna be our show next week is we're gonna do tech talk. Ooh. Um computer tech talk. Uh but I have the Ryzen seven, the AMD chip. Uh, nice. Which is phenomenally awesome. Uh SSD drive, one terabyte SSD. Same. Uh and then I have two two terabyte external SSDs. Oh wow, nice. Well, remember I do all of this recording and, and stuff yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, you, you you need a ton of storage. But as well, I have the Radeon Oh, I'm trying to remember. I think it's this I think it's the sixty nine ninety. Oh geez. Um yeah. And it's in a laptop. Oh God! Okay. Yeah, it's a beast, man. I've got I've got a Radeon six series, maybe I can't remember. I mean, it didn't go full bore, but uh, I did get the one with like eight gigs of memory. So you know, memory most often will trump speed. Yes. Um. That is one of the things that when I bought this computer, I was stupid and didn't realize that the RAM was built into the motherboard, Ooh. which means I can't expand past Ooh. 32. 32 is okay right now unless I start going into some of my Steam games where... Like if I do roller coaster not not roller coaster tycoon, what was a it's a Sims or something like that or I'll tell you he it is Planet Coaster. If I oh, go yeah. to do my Planet Coaster game, uh everything gets choppy real fast. That sucks. I can't remember where to go on this computer to find out what I have as hardware. 
let's see let's try typing in hardware but you have to yeah yeah you have to go to your um your manager your device man device manager system and then click about okay i've only got eight gigs of ram but it's really fast 64 bit blah 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 yeah yeah yeah. where's my other hardware stuff Uh, that's oh i forgot you could actually go to your folders i have an i5 three gigahertz it must just be a dual or dual processor then or something Wow. Let's see. Video card. I can't spell. No search results for video card. What? Why not? Search quick options. I don't know. I can't remember. GPU. Nope. <laughs> So yeah, next next week's show will be about tech items, building a computer, what your ultimate computer build would be. Ooh. Uh yeah. I think that that that'll be fun. I mean, the peripherals alone. I can talk for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the I, I did end up saving our stories from last night. Oh, cool. So we do have all that going. We were on stories. Um, Actually, I was crossing them off as we went. I'm trying to go in order as far as age. Oh, I was going in order of how good they were. Impact, I guess. I don't know. I did the I talked about getting kicked off a horse, right? Yes. Yeah. One, two. Oh, I didn't do that one. Didn't do that one. Oh, I went okay. off into a tangent as well on the uh, airline incidents. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I guess I should press record, huh? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm that's kidding. Not, not, not <laughs> Sitting here and you're, you walked away and it was like dead air. I'm like, yeah, it's professional. Good job. <laughs> Good thing you don't work at a radio station. <laughs> All right, so so what was the what was the next story that you had to go through? Oh, um, oh, we're driving from driving seventy seven south, uh-huh. and now the audio is really effed up. Did you do that on purpose, or is your? Would I do that? <laughs> You're playing with your box. <laughs> I mean, your sound effects machine. I, I am playing with my sound effects machine. I want to hear the fart now. <laughs> I don't have the fart hooked oh, up. On, you, you teasing bastard. I know. I know. It's horrible. <laughs> so anyway, um, 77 South. Um, it was late. It was fairly late at night. Not a lot of cars on the road. It was actually kind of by work. Uh, so by Arlington Road. I was 
southbound. I'm just cruising along the right-hand lane. This is when I had my 87 CRX. Pretty sure. And I'm just driving along, minding my own goddamn business. Hold on, 87 CRX. That was that the one with? No, that was the year before they put the window in the back. No, they had a, it, was, it was not the split window. It was the single window. It was the bigger right. boxy or what? Yeah, it was the last year for the for the boxy version. Yes. All right, go on. And I think it, I kind of went like I looked into my rearview mirror and realized there's a car behind me with no lights on and like it was coming up and like a split second later this thing throws on its brights blares its horn and it must be going 100 miles an hour and then swerves around me it takes off i'm like the fuck was all that by but i was you know had some major adrenaline going because it's you know like i i wish i'd have seen him a split second earlier and had some balls i'd have brake checked him and he <laughs> of course you know Let's see. I'm doing 70. He's doing 100. It's only a 30 mile an hour crash, but yeah, I'm doing 60. <laughs> would have spun around. Yeah. So. Oh my. So that gosh. was just yeah, just one of those. What the hell did I do? You know, maybe I was I stupid jab car. I don't know. I have no clue. All so, right. S- since you did a car story, oh, I'm actually going to do a car story from. 2019 2019 my friend Jordan whose nickname is Jackass uh, and I decided that we needed to go up to Windstar Casino for all you can eat crab legs night now Windstar is about that's not a bad reason to go I know I know. Hey, all you can eat crab legs. If you wake up the next day and you're sweating and it smells like the ocean, you've done it right. <laughs> it was a good night. <laughs> so, so Jordan and I. And if you have to go to the bathroom, but you can only sidewalk to get there, you know, you've done it right. So Jordan and I get together like three o'clock in the afternoon. The only reason that I remember this story is Jordan and I are going to Windstar tomorrow to eat crab legs. So, <laughs> All right, so this is 2019. He just got his car two weeks okay. before. Brand new Ford Escape. Oh, okay. We're driving up. We get there. We eat crab legs. We go over to our little tiny bar over at Windstar that I like to go to, which they have since COVID ripped out and took away. But it was a great bar because it was all drinks were $2. Wow. Anything you want. They didn't have any really expensive stuff in there. It was all well uh, liquor. But still, $2. It, It was a great deal. And we sat in there and watched sports. I drank some beer. He drank some other stuff. We get back in the car. Remember, Windstar is about an hour and a half from my house. Okay. So an hour and a half up there, sit around, drink, do gamble, eat tons of crab. Great. Get in the car, start driving home. 
as we're driving home, now you drive through a town called Denton, Texas to get to Windstar. And in Denton is the University of North Texas, UNT. Okay. So you've got 30,000 idiotic kids who don't know how to drive driving around you. We hit the sign for UNT. We're going along. We're sitting, talking to each other, not looking around, not really, you know, anything. All of a sudden, out of my left eyeball, I see a Honda Civic with gold rims. Oh, good. And uh, it had gold rims, and it was painted one of those weird colors that changes in the sunlight. Goes flying past us at about 150 miles an hour. And, and people think I'm I'm nuts at saying or I'm exaggerating at 150. No, it was about 150 miles an hour. Unfortunately, he was racing someone at the time. They slammed directly into the back of Jordan's new car. Oh God! We spun three times before the front of the car at about 50 miles an hour hit the K-rail, the concrete oh. barrier. Oh. So we were smashed in the rear. We were smashed in the front. I was bleeding from my knees, my nose, my elbow. The, when, when the passenger side airbag went off. Uh-huh. I was turned looking at Jordan, so it came and hit the side of my face, and it scraped the skin off of the side of Whoa. my face. Uh, those airbags do not feel good, guys. Um, well, they got C4 setting them off. They're... So we finally come to a stop, and the first thing that I do is I jump out of the car because... Anyone kill somebody? <laughs> anyone that's ever driven on I-35 here in Texas knows if there's an accident, there is a 75% chance that somebody's going to hit you from the rear because they're driving so fast they can't stop. So the first thing in my head was get the fuck out of the car and get behind a K-rail. Get behind that the is one straight goddamn highway. Oh, I can see where that's happening. Oh. Straight and I'm assuming level. Very level. There's no hills in Texas. Come on. Um, so you got ant hills, right? So I got out. Jordan was getting out at the same time. I kept yelling at him to get out of the road. Get out of the road. He proceeds to like a jackass walk around his car to see what was wrong with it. And I was like, <laughs> just. Get the hell out of there. So the car that hit us, I looked down the road and he's pulled over. I was like, okay, good. He stopped. That's good. This, the other car that was racing was pulled over with him. 
And then I noticed that the other car pulled away and left. Oh, hell no. I went, this is, this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good for Jordan. <clears throat> the cops get there. They come to us first. We explain what happened. They go down to the other guy. He explains his side of the story. He, he, he took the blame, the whole shebang. Oh, okay. Um, they come back to us and go, uh, because we didn't talk to the guy at all. The, the police yeah. took everyone's information. They come back to us and go, well, unfortunately, he doesn't have a driver's license <laughs> and he's got no insurance. I looked at Jordan and went, but this is, this is not going to turn out. This is not going to turn out good. So the first question I ask, and, and somebody's going somebody's gonna to write about this, this question. <laughs> I said, did he speak English? <laughs> well, we're so close to the Mexican yeah. border. Yeah. He said, no, he didn't speak any English. I was like, oh, no. So not only is that, he's probably illegal to boot. So three days later, Jordan gets a call from his insurance company, and they, they sadly said, we'll have to take care of this ourselves. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, them taking care of it was getting him a car with 40,000 miles on it. Oof. Same make, same model, just 40,000 miles on it because they're not going to buy him a new car. Ouch. He gets a call a week later. The person that hit him was not a legal resident in the state of Texas and had fled across the border. Never to return. Never to return. Secondly, what they said was they thought that the other car that was racing, they thought that those two people swapped seats. So Ooh. to convolute it even further. Third, the car that hit us had not been registered in the state of Texas since 19... 1999. Oh, my God. So, and, and why didn't they arrest that kid on the spot? Didn't break any laws at the time, as far wait, as... Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Driving without a license? I'm pretty hey, sure. The, the, Bear that's with me here. I'm just taking a guess. Pretty sure that's against the law. I know driving without insurance is against the law. Misdemeanors. State of Texas, those are misdemeanors. Driving a car with no registration? Misdemeanor. All misdemeanors. Not, not. Couldn't prove, but he couldn't prove he owned the car. That could be grand theft. You should take him in. And they did not, they did not charge them with reckless operation. Because... According to them, they couldn't prove that they were going over the speed limit or we were going under the speed limit. And this, sir, is why I bought a dash cam for my car. If, if you were to meet Jackass, you would... Okay, Jack, 
remember you you sent me that video the other day yeah yeah if you go onto onto youtube there's a channel called dds tv and it's all dash cam videos you I, will I'm, see, i've got like four different dash cams yeah you will see videos from jordan because the minute that that accident happened i think it was the very next day he ordered he ordered a dash cam all right we are now subscribed to dds tv <laughs> dds tv they're awesome hey that's that's an, so that was my harrowing car story Oof, that's a good one um yeah i i had trouble walking for about two weeks from his dashboard smashing me right in the kneecap well if we're gonna stick with the car things here in that same yeah, all my stories revolve around that crx for some odd reason well for some odd reason i seem to remember riding in that car with you and you were a little bit of a wild man in it i was young it was yeah yeah it was a fun little car oh my god it was a uh, fast little car it wasn't that, that wasn't even the fast version they had a faster version which kind of glad i didn't buy that one but anyway <laughs> um i was traveling oh i was traveling north on 77 and took that that left hand turn to get on to 224 as if i was heading out to kenmore barberton area and it's nighttime for some odd reason i was actually driving the speed limit at that point which was really unusual for me in that car back in the day I'm not sure why but none of these none of the uh highway lights were working that night just on a random they weren't on and uh i'm just chilling along right hand lane minding my own business and when i saw what i saw in front of me it, the the my mind went fuck crate and then boom and that was just how fast it happened you know <laughs> not great headlights back in the day it was like fuck crate boom and like splinters and everything um and I'm like throwing on the brakes and getting off to the side of the road and everything. It turns out it was actually a rattan love seat that had fallen off the back of a truck. These guys were already pulling over trying to retrieve their rattan love seat before it got destroyed too late. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, right. uh, insurance did not, but I got like my windshield got busted up a little bit. One of my headlights got busted out, but that was one of those like you're gripping the steering wheel so tight you have to like unclick <laughs> like oh, oh okay the hands hurt now yeah it was just yeah it was so fast and uh, like i said i was actually going the speed limit for once i was like can't imagine if i was speeding <laughs> i wouldn't even hit up my mind wouldn't even be able to swear before it was like kaboom you know so but i gotta say my last car one for my number one spots my my, I, my car okay. one so i i don't did i ever do the the Whoa. I take that back. It's not my number one one, but eh. did I ever do the car story about racing around my where the streets where I grew up? And you ended up back in your house. All right. So I did tell that one. Yes. Yes. We have heard that so one. Yeah. I am not going to tell that one again, even though that one is good. <laughs> I do not remember if you were with me or it was somebody else. But I went and bought a Chevy Monza. A Chevy Monza with 
a big-ass V8 motor in it. Jesus. Oh, that's right. I forgot about those things, man. I don't remember if you were with me on this. I it was either I don't you, think so. It was either you or it was Jonathan Morningstar. Um, of which, Jonathan, if if you're listening to this, get a hold of me some somehow. I haven't <laughs> talked to you in thirty years. We we need to discuss things. All right. So, I I get this car, and it's balls to the wall, just beef. It is fast, it is small, it is squirrely, it is the funnest car I have ever owned in my entire life at that point in time. (laughs) I am driving down 224 towards Lodi. Okay. Jonathan and myself. Or it was you and myself, but I don't think it was you. I think it was Jonathan. It was Jonathan, probably. Uh, Jonathan and myself are just having a blast. I've got an open 12-pack of beer in the back seat. (laughs) There is one in Jonathan's lap. There is one in my lap. I mean, it's just, I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. I love this car. (laughs) I was driving that car up and down 224 from uh, from Akron all the way to Lodi. All the way through Sharon Center, the, <laughs> the Sharon Copley, uh, the whole bang. I was like, oh, this is so great. I, I thought I was so cool. I'd only had this car for like two weeks. <laughs> We're heading down, and anyone that's driven on 224 knows that uh, there's a set of train tracks right before you come to the intersection in what we would call downtown Lodi, which consists of like a church and a store and and now this is this is department. you're on the other side of seventy one then what you're talking about yes got it yes where it's so, not so much a highway as a it's, road it's in the middle a of nowhere rural road um. So, <laughs> so I totally forgot about this train track <laughs> thing being there. I don't know how somehow I was not paying attention, wasn't watching what was going anyways. I hit these train tracks at about 50 to 60 miles an hour. <laughs> now, some people may sit back and think, so? So what? <laughs> That's not that serious. Except in Ohio, where they build them up above the road, usually a bump, usually a... A bump. A bump. To... It went up 45 degrees, <laughs> almost eight feet. <laughs> it was a ramp. <laughs> so... We hit this, and we go airborne. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is this is not good. Jonathan screams at me, cop. <laughs> <laughs> 
as you're midair. Like, what am I going to do? Air brakes? What the fuck do you want me to do? I went, where's the cop? And he said, under us. (laughs) (laughs) So we land, and it proceeds to drop the transmission (laughs) out of the bottom of the car. Which impedes your forward mobility of touch. Man, I'm trying to remember how old I was during this. Uh, I was I was an assistant scoutmaster for for the Boy Scout troop in Lodi. So uh, of course you were. I, I, I was <laughs> an adult when this are. happened. <laughs> but at the same time, the drinking age had changed to 21, and I was under the curve. So Your grandfathered in. I wasn't legal to have the beer in the first place that we had. And Jonathan was younger than me. So yeah, he was, it it was just, it was, it was bad. The Lodi (laughs) cop ended up turning around, (laughs) coming to, to see if we were okay and everything. And, uh, what was, what was cool about my Monza was that the back seat had a little section that would flip up. It wasn't supposed to, but the person that owned it before me had put this little latch in and that seat would flip up. So we shoved all the beer in under the seat and closed it. <laughs> Cops never found it. I thought for sure that was going to be my first DUI, <laughs> but, but it was a Lodi cop. And you know, when we landed, that was a, that was a rough hit. That was oh, a rough yeah. hit. back then, back then people didn't wear seatbelts. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Um, so when we hit, I mean, it hurt, uh, that cop walked up to us and the first thing the first thing that he said was, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Needless to say, my Chevy Monza that I paid $700 for um, only lasted two weeks. Oh, God. <laughs> they wanted $1,000 to put a new transmission in. And my father looked at me and said, you pay for it. And I went, I don't have a job, Dad. <laughs> Sounds like you're walking, son. <laughs> the inimitable way that your father would have said it. <laughs> you, know, you know my dad well enough. To, my, my father wasn't going to pay for anything for anyone. Oh. All right. What, what do you have next? Oh, well, okay. Same, same car. Uh, this is, this is the, uh, this is the big, this is my big story with uncle Carl. So he used to live across the street from a guy who was a tread designer for Goodyear. His name was Rudy. Was this the, the hot tub plate or uh, not hot tub, but, uh, sauna the sauna place or was it his no no this was the previous where he lived off of carl drive and uh the flower is the name of his street or something like that okay this was right off copley circle yes 
Okay. So, then I had the 87 Sierra. He had his Volkswagen Quantum, which is a five-cylinder. Kind of like a Fox, but a little bigger engine. Oh. So, oh. we are... We were down at the three of them had come down to visit me in Canton, and I decided to go visit them up. And so we, Rudy gets in my car, uh, Carl and Jenny are in their car, and, and Jenny <laughs> goes, Now, no racing, <sighs> brilliant. <laughs> so we are just cruising up 77. They somehow get ahead of him to that 224 left-hander. Yes! Now, back then, the bridge part sat down quite a bit. They had never smoothed or filled it or whatever. Yeah, it was a huge bump. Yeah. Well, I had this extra suspension in my car that was not stock, and it was very stiff. And there behind me, and I'm doing, I don't know, I, probably 80, starting to turn at 80. Somehow my car gets up in the air. It gets airborne because Jenny says, I could see under your car. <laughs> it lands on the front left tire, which oh blows out, bends the shock in six degrees. And now I'm spinning around <laughs> on this curved off ramp that is... 50 feet in the air above the southbound traffic. So if I collect into the wall, I'm flipping over and, you know, but uh, for some odd reason, the car God smiled on me. My car spun in the arc. I, I busted a right tail light and a front left turn signal. <laughs> and Rudy, Rudy had done some, he was a, he was a fast driver also, and he was cool as a cucumber. And, and apparently so was I, cause we literally were spinning around. We just kind of like slowly turned, looked at each other. It was like, just shrugged. It was like, man, here we are. <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stop spinning. I'm headed in the right direction. The engine's still running. Cause I was smart enough to put on the, the clutch and I wasn't using my brakes until the very end when I was getting a little close to something, then threw on the brakes. But yeah, pointing in the right direction, I was right. There's a little grassy V section between the my off ramp and the other off ramp. Get onto that, get a tow truck out there because I'm thinking, oh, there's no way this thing's going. But he had a big floor jack and just put the spare tire on and drove it home. <laughs> it was like one to pull in one direction fairly badly like, <laughs> yeah that uh, that that could have gone real real bad real fast that was a fun one all right burke we're gonna have to take a little break here uh if you cannot notice um it is cat once fed yes it is food time that's not the one that's set on your chest is it uh no okay <laughs>
This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan.